0: 4.6. Control Your Destiny It's easy to go through life believing you have no control over events. Keep your head down, take no risks, stay alive, accept things the way they are. It's called blowing with the wind. Some people have perfected the art. These are the people who sit in meetings and are always looking to the person with power. What does she want? They look at the group consensus and make sure they're with it. Regardless of promises or decisions made before the meeting, these people go with the crowd. These people are afraid. They're afraid of taking responsibility for their own decisions, their own careers, their own lives. They don't want to have control, they want to follow. A hero is not like this. She acknowledges that the world is enormous and complicated, but she refuses to accept that she can't nudge it in the direction she wants. She never avoids the truth. She never follows the crowd. She never accepts things just because that's the way things are. She grabs the bull by the horns and she lives her life the way she wants to and she accepts the consequences. She exerts her will in reality and expects reality to change. A hero takes responsibility for her business, her happiness, her life. She refuses to accept that everything is fate. She might have to accept her destiny but she'll have a say in what her destiny is. Life doesn't happen to her. She happens to life. Take control of your destiny. 4.7 Listen to the universe. Every day you get signals and signs telling you whether you're on the right track or the wrong track. Pay attention. The universe is taking you somewhere. If you pay attention, you can get there without unnecessary resistance. Picture yourself as a wave. If you go against the current, you dissipate and disappear. If you go across the current, you get messed up by the other waves. The biggest waves in the ocean go with the current. If you want to be the biggest wave and make the biggest splash, go with the current, go with the universe. Maybe your mission is to find love. Your heart is set on a girl or a guy. You're putting all your energy into winning her but she's making the chase difficult. And yet the girl of your dreams is right beside you, under your nose. Pick me, pick me. If you're not paying attention, you'll end up with the wrong life partner. Maybe your mission is to raise money. You think you know where to look, but in spite of frantic searching, you are without success. Rather calm down, make sure people know what you need and wait for the help to come to you. Maybe no one gives you capital, or maybe someone calls you out of the blue and saves the day. That's the universe helping you out, either by ensuring you don't raise money to go down a dead end or that you don't bring on board the wrong shelter. Everything happens for a reason. Work as hard as you possibly can, but then have the patience to stop and read the signs and signals that are before you every day. A false path in life is something you are attracted to for the wrong reasons. Money, fame, attention. Filter out those motives. Listen to the universe. Chapter 5. Self-Awareness 5.1. Know Thyself You must be yourself. You can only be yourself if you know yourself. You can only know yourself if you keep pushing your limits, keep taking risks, keep falling, keep getting up. Most people know how to handle good times. The trick is to know how to handle the bad times. Not only do you need to know how you handle adversity, you need to know... How do the people around you handle adversity? What will your wife do if you lose your money and have to start again? What will your friends do if you have an embarrassing setback? What will your investors do if you lose their money? Life is too short to spend time with people that will abandon you. The better you know who you are, the easier it is to attract the right kind of people, the kind of people that will stick by you through thick and thin. Know yourself and you'll find your tribe. 5.2 Know what you don't know. If you want to know what your strengths are, you need to start with learning what your weaknesses are, what you're not good at, what you don't know, what you don't have experience in. Sometimes success leads to an overinflated estimation of your own ability. Sometimes you just don't know yourself. Stay humble. Look in the mirror and see yourself for who you truly are. Once you've discovered the gap in your knowledge and experience, you can look for the people that complement you. 5.3 Know your motives Do you know why you do what you do? Is it the money? Is it the fame? Is it the power? Is it the girls? Is it the boys? Is it to save the world? Is it because you can't get a job? The reason doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you're honest with yourself. Knowing why is important when times are tough and you want to quit. If you don't know why you're doing it, you'll give up. 5.4. Use Your Natural Gifts There's a book series called The Sword of Truth by Terry Goodkind. It's a story of a woods guide who is tasked with a quest to save the world. He accepts out of a sense of responsibility, but feels wholly inadequate and is convinced he's the wrong man for the job. Throughout the story, he repeatedly performs unbelievable feats of magic while simultaneously refusing to believe that he has magic. Throughout the story, he repeatedly performs unbelievable feats of magic, whilst simultaneously refusing to believe that he has magic. After a while, the novelty of his modesty wears off, and the reader starts thinking, Get over yourself! You have magic! You're a wizard! Deal with it! Eventually, he accepts that he is a wizard, but then he finds himself using his magic too much and feels himself becoming a slave to his own powers. In the nick of time, he pulls back from the edge and learns to control his urges, realizing that the secret is a combination of confidence and humility. This is the story of life. You have three options. One, lifelong denial of your talents, unhappy life, death. Two, initial denial of your talents, acceptance, overconfidence, explosion, death. Three, initial denial of your talents, acceptance, Overconfidence, humility, balance, debt. It's a choice. Stop denying your talent. Go out there and use it. 5.5. Your reputation doesn't matter. Reputation can be a useful tool in life, but in the final analysis, it simply doesn't matter what people think about you. It only matters what you think about you. What you think about yourself is entirely dependent on what you do. If you do nothing, then you're a nothing and the crowd won't care anyway. If you do something meaningful, then you're meaningful, and who cares what the crowd thinks? Basing your actions upon reputation is dangerous and can lead you down a path which is not your path. Instead of doing the right thing for your life, you'll end up doing the right thing for your reputation. You'll end up living according to what other people think. Someone who will do anything to protect his reputation will eventually ruin his reputation. Forget your reputation. Just do the right thing. 5.6, focus on your talents. Warren Buffett has an approach for how you can identify your greatest talents and maximize your focus. It's called the two list process. Step one, write down the list of your top 25 talents. Step two, circle the top five items on your list. Step three, you will now have two lists. List A, consisting of the five circled talents, and list B, consisting of the remaining 20. Instead of treating list A as high priority and list B as low priority, treat list B as avoid at all cost. No matter what, the items on your second list must get no attention from you. Here's how it works. List B, consisting of talents six to 25, are things you're pretty good at. Compared to list A, however, they are distractions. It's easy spending time on the 20 things you're pretty good at. What's not easy is putting all your energy into the five things you are excellent at. Focus on the talents that you are excellent at, and you'll become the best in the world. 5.7. Ego is like a dragon. In all the fairy tales of old, the hero must slay the dragon or tame it. The best heroes actually have a pet dragon and fly into battle on the back of it. The bigger your dragon, the more of a hero you are. The dragon is a metaphor for ego. It's good to have a big ego. But just like with dragons, your ego can kill you. The solution is not to kill your ego or to reduce its size. It's to control your ego. The bigger your ego, in other words, the greater your self-assurance, the more powerful you are as a hero. Just keep a watchful eye on it. Chapter 6 Habits, 6.1, make your bed in the morning. Making your bed in the morning can seem stupid. You're way too important for such a mundane task. You're in a rush, someone else will do it. Stop being a fool. When you get up in the morning, pause, make your bed. First, it's an effective trick for feeling like you've achieved something for the day. Bed made, tick. Next, you can get your daily task ball rolling with something simple. Start every day with the momentum of knowing you've accomplished one thing already. Second, it's an exercise in doing a job properly. Anyone can throw the duvet over the sheets and walk out the door. It takes an extra 60 seconds to straighten the sheets, puff the pillows, square off the corners. Get into the habit of making your bed properly and you'll find yourself doing everything else properly. Third, it keeps you real. You want to be anti-fragile in life, resilient, self-sufficient. If you don't know how to make a bed, you're fragile. Success can suck you away from the basics. Go back to the basics. Light your fire without blitz, chop your own wood, book your own flights, make your own bed. 6.2, don't be too proud to do the dirty work. Benjamin Franklin once said, chop your own wood, it'll warm you twice. It's easy to think you're the big chief, that certain jobs are beneath you that parents, secretaries, underlings were invented to take care of all the details. It's also easy to be a loser. A hero is never too proud to do the dirty work. She will do whatever it takes to win. For example, sell, apologize, book flights, make coffee, admit failure, sweep the stop, write the leave policy. Park your ego, face the facts. The number one fact is the buck stops with you. There is no job beneath you. There is no sales pitch you can delegate. There is no room for not apologizing. There is no forgiveness for denying failure. You do what you gotta do and you do it yourself. You'll be rewarded twice. 6.3. Write every day. Get into the habit of writing every day, preferably on a public forum like a blog, where people can see it. Public writing forces you to think carefully before you publish. It gives you feedback and it helps other people. The habit of daily writing has the following benefits. One, makes you more observant. If you know you have to write something every day, you will start opening your eyes to the world around you. Desperation for content will make you pay attention to learning opportunities that previously passed unnoticed like a ship in the night. Two, it forces you to clearly articulate your thinking. It's easy to talk a good game, not so easy to write a good game. Writing is what separates the fuzzy heads from the clear thinkers. Writing will make you think clearly. If you can't think clearly, you can't be a hero. Three, it helps you reflect on lessons learned. In your constant search for content, you'll start reflecting on your personal experiences and the lessons you can extract. Reflecting on those lessons will increase the odds of avoiding the same mistakes. Six point four, wake up early. Are you not a morning person? Do you drag yourself out of bed? Did your mom spend your childhood shouting at you to get up so you don't miss the school bus? Are you convinced you need nine hours of solid sleep to be functional? Good news, waking up early is a learned habit, not a genetic trait. You don't need more than six hours of sleep a night and your sleep can be interrupted. These are medical facts, Google it. If you don't believe me, have children you'll see what happens. Waking up early gives you an edge in life. The hours from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. are quiet and your brain is fresh. You will have uninterrupted working time at peak creativity. Two extra hours a day equates to 60 extra hours a month. That is a massive time advantage over the world that sleeps late. If you want to wake up early, do the following. One, get married. Once married, you don't have an incentive to go out drinking every night. That means going to bed earlier and waking up without a hangover. Two, start your own business. Waking up early to make money for someone else can be demotivating. Wake up early to make money for yourself? Easy game, especially if you love what you do. Three, love what you do. Love what you do and you won't find it hard to get out of bed. Four, have children. Kids will recalibrate your expectations for how much sleep you need. When your two-year-old wakes you up at 4.30am and you spend 30 minutes getting her back to sleep, you can either go back to bed or you can open your laptop and start working. If you want to succeed in life, you need every edge you can get. Either stick to your mantra of I'm not a morning person or follow the advice of Benjamin Franklin. Early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy and wise. 6.5. Have good manners. It never hurts to have good manners. Open the door for ladies. Ask to take off your jacket before sitting, especially when you're at home. Offer to make coffee, especially when you're visiting. Good manners are a sign of respect and they might give you an edge. If someone is offended by you having good manners, you don't want to do business with them. Manners help you stand out from the crowd. It's like wearing a floral shirt without actually wearing a floral shirt. Manners garner attention. They make people sit up and notice. They set a good example for your kids. There are a thousand reasons to have good manners and no reasons for not. Heroes have good manners. 6.6. Avoid the small decisions. Many of the world's greatest inventors, artists and entrepreneurs were creatures of habit. They realized that if they wanted to free up their creative juices and save their brain muscles for important matters, They must minimize time and energy spent on repeatable tasks, such as meals, clothes, and daily chores. Steve Jobs always wore the same polo sweater and jeans. Benjamin Franklin always had the same breakfast. Da Vinci always woke up at the same time of day. Barack Obama only had two suit colors, blue and black. By removing the need to make hundreds of small, inane decisions in your life, what should I have for breakfast? What time should I wake up? What type of coffee should I have? What should I wear today? You minimize your decision fatigue and you maximize your creativity. As Flower says, be regular and ordinary in your life so that you can be violent and original in your work. 6.7. Stay healthy. Not only is it unpleasant to be sick, it's not good for success. You can't afford to stop moving. Being sick means you can't move. Here are some guidelines for staying healthy. 1. Stay away from sugar. Sugar suppresses your immune system for up to 5 hours. 2. Don't get drunk. A drink or two is okay. A hangover is not okay. 3. Fist bump rather than shake hands. 4. Drink ginger tea with lemon. 5. Wash your hands all the time. Six, don't touch your face. Seven, get enough sleep. Being sick is not an excuse for failing. Don't get sick. 6.8, live simply. The greatest wealth is to live content with little, according to Plato. Heroes need to be anti-fragile, resilient to setbacks, capable of facing adversity without flinching. That's why you need a simple lifestyle. You'll be unaffected by poor fare if you don't need much. Eat all brand flakes for breakfast, wear jeans, t-shirts and sneakers. If you want to go to extremes, sleep on the floor rather than in a comfy bed. Not only does it make you resilient, a simple lifestyle boosts your creativity by minimizing decision fatigue. A simple lifestyle doesn't mean compromising on quality or settling for second best. It just means stripping out the unnecessary stuff of life and focusing on what's important. You can still be extraordinary. You can eat great food, send your kids to world-class schools, travel to amazing places, create great memories. You just don't need a Ferrari. 6.9, smile and wave. Develop a small circle of trust. Within that circle, share your trials and tribulations. Be vulnerable. Outside that circle, always have your game face. No matter how bad your day, no matter how painful or embarrassing something is, no matter what happens along the way, remember this. Smile and wave. 6.10. Be a paranoid optimist. You can't be happy unless you have a fundamentally positive view of the future. You have to be the kind of person that believes everything will turn out okay in the end. You must be the opposite of Malthusian. But you must also be paranoid. The only way to be sure that everything will turn out okay in the end is if you're constantly looking for imminent threats and neutralizing them. Andy Grove wrote one of the best business books ever, Only the Paranoid Survive. It tells the story of how he saved Intel in the face of massive industry disruption. He could see the threats coming, and he knew he had two choices. One, do nothing and have a 100% chance of dying. Two, change the business, and have a 50% chance of surviving. If you want to succeed, wake up every morning and think, what can go wrong today? Only once you're sure there are no imminent threats can you think of moving forward. Be a paranoid optimist.